0: The word of God contains power. It's not just telling me the way I should live my life. It's empowering me to live out the righteousness of God. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening. I'd like to take just a moment and to remind us all that there is power in God's word. And there's power in God's Word in a way that there isn't power in a self-help book or in a, a magazine advice column or in any other words that might come to us from any other source. Because the Word of God is not just advice. It's not just instruction. It's power to do the right thing. It's power to work God's righteousness on the earth. You remember the story in John 5 where Jesus says to the paralyzed man, He says, Get up, take your bed, and walk. And it says, And at once the man was healed, and he took up his bed and walked. Jesus wasn't just giving advice to this man. He wasn't saying, Hey, it'd be nice if you could get up and take your bed. You know, that'd be a good thing for you to do. Jesus was actually empowering this man through. His words. So Jesus is not like a self-help author telling people, "Hey, you ought to get your life together this way." Hey, you ought to, you ought to stop being lame. You ought to stop being paralyzed. You ought to start walking and carrying your own mat. No, Jesus is empowering him through the words that He speaks to him. Uh, You remember the story of the centurion in Matthew chapter 8. The centurion understands this, and he comes to Jesus. It says, appealing to him, he says, Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home, suffering terribly. And he said to him, this is Jesus saying back to him, I will come and heal him. But the centurion replied, Lord, I am not worthy to have you come under my roof, but only say the word and my servant will be healed. And so this centurion understands that in the word of Jesus, there is power. The word of God has power in it. It's not just instruction. It's not just advice. It's the power of God. So when God says to us, rejoice always, or when God says to us, let your speech always be gracious, or when God says, in humility, count others more significant than yourself, When the word of God comes to us, it comes with the power to do what he says. He's not just commanding us to be a certain way and then saying, good luck with that. Hope you'll be able to get up and carry your mat. No, with his word comes power. He's not just commanding us to rejoice always. He's not just uh, offering some instruction to let our speech always be gracious or to always count others more significant than yourselves. We know if you've ever tried these things, you know It's impossible in the flesh to count others more significant than yourself. But we're not in the flesh. We are in the Spirit if we are born again and we receive the Word of God. And it empowers us to live out the righteousness of God by the power of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. Jesus said that the Word of God is like a seed. There's life on the inside of a seed. A seed can grow into a plant, and it can bear fruit, and it can feed people, or it can become a tree. There's all this potential contained within whatever kind of seed that you have, and the life of the seed is released, and Jesus compared that to the Word of God going into a heart that receives it and that cherishes the word of God and that protects it, that, that good soil that protects the word of God and it comes forth and it bears fruit. And that's what the word of God can do in our lives. It's powerful to transform us into the likeness of Jesus Christ himself. In Zechariah chapter 4, it says, "'This is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might nor by power, but by my spirit.'" Says the Lord of hosts, Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plain, and he shall bring forward the top stone amid shouts of grace, grace to it. Now, Jesus said, The words I have spoken to you are spirit, and they are life. And in Zechariah, it says that it's not by might by power, but by my spirit. And so the spirit works with the word of God. They're in perfect harmony to bring forth the righteousness of God. In Matthew 21, Jesus is teaching his disciples, and he says, if you have faith and do not doubt, you will not only do what it had, I did to the fig tree, remember he cursed the fig tree, but you can even say to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea, and it will happen. And whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. Now, we know that from Romans 10, 17, we know that faith comes from hearing the word of God. And so, we see in Zechariah, he's talking about this great mountain that shall become a plain, and it's by the Spirit of God. And we hear Jesus saying that if you have faith and do not doubt, uh, you can move the mountain. And he says that my words are life and spirit. So, Faith comes from hearing the Word of God. The Word of God is empowered by the Holy Spirit of God to manifest the righteousness of God. In Lamentations, it says, who has spoken and it came to pass unless the Lord commanded it? That's Lamentations 3.37. And so, the error of the Word of Faith movement is thinking that you can just use faith and have confidence, a feeling of confidence, and make some declaration to indulge your fleshly desires and whatever you want. But that's not the the point. The point is to bring about God's righteousness and to have perfect faith. To have faith requires being in alignment with what God has spoken, not just with whatever we think ought to happen, but to be in alignment with God's will. And so when we hear the Word of God, we're not just getting uh, some nice advice, we're getting empowerment to live out the word of God, to live out the righteousness of God. Psalm 107 verse 20 says that he sent out his word and healed them. So I'm, I'm just reminding us again that there's power contained within God's word to transform us and to accomplish the righteousness of God on the earth. And so this is why it's so important to know the Bible. It's not just about having good theology. Of course, good theology is important and sets the foundation. The way we think about God and the way we think about ourselves sets the foundation for how we live our whole lives. But it's also important to know the Bible because it brings with it an empowerment to live out God's will. If you know what the Bible says about your specific situation, you can have power to overcome any temptation brought by satan through the power of god's word you remember when jesus was in the wilderness and the devil was tempting him he always answered satan with scripture there's power in god's word there's power inherent in god's word and when we know what god says about our situation when we know what god says about us when we know what god says about the trials that we're facing or the challenges that we're having we can experience his power through calling to mind his word, through declaring his word the way that Jesus did in the wilderness, through speaking out the word of God and knowing and having confidence that the word of God contains power. It's not just telling me the way I should live my life, it's empowering me to live out the righteousness of God. Let me close with this. 2 Timothy three fifteen and 16, it says, From childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation, through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is breathed out by God and is profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Thanks so much for listening. God bless you. that blows and every stream that flows we hear your tenderness and every star that glows in every cell that grows it's clear your excellence God you're beautiful